Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook. Get over there and use the code DNVR to get in on all their great deals. And we are live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for Are We There Yet? No, we're not there yet. (laughs) What kind of question is that? How much longer? It's annoying. It's awful. This isn't even fun. No, no, this is fun now. You guys can take a deep breath. Yes, it's not fun when you're... No, no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. (laughs) Jeez. I know if I'm having fun or not. I'm going to tell you that you're about to be able to have some fun for the next 100 hours. When it's not fun... Is when is you're like, a- shit, news can drop at any time. You go to bed, anytime your phone vibrates, you have mm-hmm. to look at it to be like, is this the news? When you wake up, you have to wake up early. That's not fun, being on your toes. And when you shower, you put the phone so it's not getting drenched in water, but enough where you can see it and it's just getting some trickles on it. Uh, there's just no time I off. I don't do that. You got, way. oh my God. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why my life is it's more stressful than it needs to be. Didn't your phone um, just break too? Uh, it could be why. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, the next 100 hours, you guys don't have to worry. Coaching news is not going to break. I'm touching wood right now. Maybe it will. The Broncos are waiting for D'Amico Ryans. They're, it's, they've made it so clear in a very bizarre way that they are not going to do anything until D'Amico Ryans is available to talk, which is Monday. So enjoy mm-hmm. your Saturday. First Saturday without football in like forever and then enjoy your sunday of the championship football games then monday you can start panicking see a canadian football game on or something saturday i don't think there's anything actually oh maybe football oh yeah the the thing is though like i feel like we got nowhere yeah we got nowhere like on monday we came in it's like huh this is weird that that they aren't interviewing any coaches that we've heard about i wonder if it's because D'Amico ryan's can't be interviewed until next week and then Three days later, we just talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. It's like, oh, yep, that was right. And I, just nothing happened. I disagree, though. I don't think really? on Monday we were saying it's D'Amico Ryan's. I think on Wednesday is when we were kind of like, 
Wait, today's Thursday. Maybe it was Tuesday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe it has been more of this. Like, I feel like we haven't been purgatory vibes. Yeah, oh. big hot John. And then Tuesday was what's going on with yeah. Sean Payton? Yeah. And then, then yesterday, uh, was we, we, it, it was our yeah. Yesterday was hunting day with with, with some D'Amico sprinkled yeah. in. So we yeah. started to pick up on it then. Um, but it it what I will give you is this has been just a very very weird. Uh, Week and maybe it's because D'Amico was kind of off everyone's radar at first, and the Broncos fell in love with him clearly in that first interview. Yeah, it's still not going to be fun. This isn't fun. I just want it to be over. Yeah. Um, when when the Broncos <laughs> fired their coach two weeks before the season ended, um, you thought, oh sweet, was it two or three? Two. Two. You thought, oh sweet, this means the the coaching search will be two weeks shorter. <laughs> but no. Uh, it's just gone on and on and on. Are you surprised, though? The Denver Broncos like to be in the news early and often and stretched out as long as possible. It is so annoying. <laughs> I just want the coach so we can move on to the other things that are important in the offseason, like how many holes are in straw mm, and true. what's your favorite kind of cheese. True. And hunting. And hunt. Well. No. No. Done with hunting. <laughs> oh. Or are, are we? Are we done with oh. Harley? <laughs> Still haven't seen that selfie video from Rob Walton. Um, so so really quick, I want to get your guys's. I, I had like a daydream yesterday that Rob Walton like released a thing like I don't know where all this news is coming from that I'm on a safari in Africa hunting like this is crazy and then like a zebra like walking <laughs> that would just be absolutely <laughs> incredible it would also be hilarious if he did that and it was clearly like a green screen yes, behind exactly. it of like, the zebra it's i'm like in very denver fake. it's like the right. whole skyline <laughs> right, right, right um or even the opposite where the green screen is uh, like a, a zebra walking behind him he has like a just green to like logo. play with everyone <laughs> it's like a green logo on his shirt and just see through right it. right 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 he's wearing a hat that's green or uh, something man that that would be so funny that'd be so endearing for what is he an 80 year old man to do that <laughs> sure would. it would be amazing the thing is though like i don't know if there's a group of people less likely to to do that sort of thing than the waltons like that might be like the yeah. tippy top of the pyramid of like who is just never going to post a video on Twitter <laughs> and definitely not a funny one? You don't think Patrick Smythe's getting in their ear being like, hey, this would be really funny. I think everyone should just be posting selfie videos to clear up confusion. Mm. I don't so, think they wait, care wait, wait. if we're confused. Okay, no, no, no. He, <laughs> speaking of confusion, I want to get your guys' real take, conspiracy take, after seeing this tweet come out from our guy, Big Dunk. Is he still our guy? Uh, okay, Big Dunk. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Duncan this morning at 9.52 a.m. Before Mike Kliss's article came out saying that D'Amico Ryans was a top candidate, Jeff Duncan said, heard some intel today that explains the recent goings-on with the Broncos coaching search. It all makes sense now. End of tweet. <sighs> Big dunk. What are we doing here, my guy? 276 likes, 173 retweets, which is wild, and 248 comments. How many of the retweets are quote tweets? Um, 145 there quote we go. tweets. Yeah, 28 <laughs> retweets. Do you, I mean, do you think it's just, oh, it's they're waiting for D'Amico Ryans? Like, that seems like such a simple answer, but it also feels like exactly what's happening. I just think that Big Dunk has had a rough week. Um, and he wants to like, and maybe it's true, but he wants to like put some information out there that makes it seem like they're the shit show, not me. Mm, 
yeah, could make sense. Yeah. Or the intel he learned is that the Denver Broncos have a potential, this is not a report, potentially have a hunting trip planned with D'Amico Ryans next week. Oh, is he <laughs> a hunter? I bet. I don't know if he's a hunter, but... Where's he from originally? Uh, not that you should just judge people. Alabama? I feel like they hunt down there. From sm- He's from small town Alabama, I believe. Yeah. 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 Went to the University of I would guess, yes, he hunts. Ryan, speaking of hunting, are you wearing your finest hunting gear right now? I don't... Wow. It's camo. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I think in hunting, you want to be the opposite of camo so your friends don't shoot you. You wear the orange oh. because deer can't see the color orange, wow. and people definitely can. Wow. That's actually very true. I have my hunting license when I was younger. Wow. So you actually need to wear colors that stand out so you won't get shot. Yeah. Yeah. But Plus, I mean, even if you had to decide, like, do I want to be seen by everybody or nobody, you definitely take the everybody in a hunting case. Like, you might, you would. You might miss out on a couple shots, but... Um, so, don't get shot. so this is like the worst thing you could probably wear hunting. Yeah. With black uh, pants. No. So yeah, you're supposed to wear a camo because you're also supposed to hide, but you're supposed to have one <laughs> item that stands out. White shoes. You're supposed to have like orange as the main color. Deer can't I'm see just orange. going like full orange Broncos jumpsuit. Mm, just that, to yeah. try to avoid getting shot. Yeah, I would do <laughs> that number as well. number one goal of hunting. Yeah. Hen- yeah. <laughs> Henry really dislikes your coat though because it's a coat disguising to be a hoodie because it has the hoodie uh, hood on top too. And How remember, you know I don't and, like that. Yeah, yeah, well, because we kind of <laughs> talked about this earlier in the week with uh, wearing a, a hoodie underneath a sport coat. Oh, yeah. there's See, that. I, I knew. Those always trick me, though. Wow. You think I had two layers on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you pulled it off well. It is just kind of like a strange thing where those take like a hood that's totally different. It's because it was like a vibe when people were were layering hoodies under jackets. They're like, let's just build the hoodie into the jacket, save everyone a But step. only the hood. Yes. Because huh. the hood was the whole part. That was the style. Wow. Um, Remember when there was a little bit of a thing where... NFL players were wearing hoodies under their jerseys in games. Yeah. Who's it? James Jones or someone yeah. from the Packers? Just I was a like, terrible idea. You're just putting like one of those parachutes behind you that <laughs> yeah. slows you down. Exactly. Or Somebody's a, just going to grab it. Yeah, terrible way to get tackled. <laughs> yes. Like when, when the or guy got Great way tackled, to draw a horse collar. When the guy got tackled by his, his, hair. his hair and it uh, ripped out. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. That'd be tough. Yep. Who else was... Um, someone's wearing a, a hand warmer in the back last week. I want to say Jamar Chase, but it could have been someone else. Mm-hmm. And then like a defender like pulled on it, you know, when they were running yep. past him and then Break he like away. freaked out. It was like like trying to tell the ref like he was pulling and I'm just like don't put your hand warmer there. True. Don't yeah. give him you something can, to grab. Yeah, you can definitely do that. It's like in flag football when you you miss the flag but you just grab the belt. Yeah, exactly. No can do. Exactly. No can do. Uh, the other thing with those hand warmers, just make it so that they unclip easily. Like somebody grabs it, you right, come out like a tearaway jersey. Right. Yeah, tearaway hand warmer. Genius. Thank you. Uh, anyways, sure seems like D'Amico Ryan is the guy. <laughs> we but did have a, oh, no, here we go. Wow, 35 to 0 still. Let's keep it that way. Um, <laughs> it sure seems like D'Amico Ryan is the guy. And Mike Kliss had a report today saying he emerges as a top candidate. But then I um, pulled out a clip of it. I want to get it exactly right. Don't want to pull a big dunk here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the line. Quote, the Houston Texans are also coveting Ryan as their next head coach. So by putting in also, that implies that the Broncos are coveting Ryan's as their next head coach, not as a top candidate. Uh, and of course, it could just be 
Michaelis types a lot. Of course. And he yep. just, you know, didn't like make sure that he couldn't you couldn't read between the lines of every line of his story. But it sure read that whole piece as if D'Amico Ryans is the guy. That's why we're waiting. That's why there's no second interviews. And that's great. You know, like if that if they love D'Amico Ryans and they believe in him, count me in. But Zach, you've been very cautious about putting all of your eggs in the D'Amico Ryan's basket. Yeah, I and, and really quick, Ryan, before we jump into that, um, I don't even need to read between those lines of Mike Kliss's article. The fact that they still haven't interviewed anyone a second time and it's very clear they're waiting till Monday, it's very easy for me to be comfortable saying D'Amico Ryan's is their guy. He is their number one guy, or else... If he was their number two, wouldn't you bring in the number one guy? Or if he was a 1A and you had a 1B, wouldn't you be bringing in that other guy? Because every other person that you are, are wanting to interview can be interviewed this week. So isn't it pretty clear that he is their guy? Feels like it. Or they're hunting. I, I do think he's, he's obviously one of the top three. I think that, that's where I can stick a flag in it and say he is a top three candidate for the Broncos job. Is he number one? I think there's there's signs that point that way, but that's where you, you're kind of you do have to read between the lines to get to that point because Oof, I do think I there's think so. there's an easy case to say yeah they just want to do all the interviews around the same time it's like maybe maybe they even do Sean Payton or somebody Sunday Monday instead of just sitting there making them wait for a week while you interview D'Amico. But um, why why wouldn't you interview these guys especially when Sean Payton is in Arizona right now mm-hmm. interviewing with someone else you could lose him by just waiting this week instead of bringing him in showing him the love and saying hey we want to continue this into next week instead of just saying no we're just not going to talk to you this week at all mm-hmm. uh Dan Quinn is having two second interviews this week the Broncos he's not doing anything today he's not doing anything tomorrow on Saturday Dan Quinn has another interview but you're just saying no it's okay you go talk to those teams if we lose you we lose you but the flip side of that is why do it if you're not willing to hire any of them until next week anyway? Well, you look at a bunch of these other teams. They're having second interviews and not mm-hmm. hiring those guys right sure. away. And, and I think the, the, obviously the candidates understand. They don't expect to get a job by going into a second interview. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, if I'm Sean Payton and I say, okay, yeah, let's, let's talk for eight hours on Friday and then I don't hear from you for a few days. Like, that's just not a great sign, you know? It's not a great sign. And I'm not saying I wouldn't do it that way, but I, I do think that they could just be waiting to push all of these until next week. That's a bad strategy. I, okay. I think it's a... I, I also agree it's a bad strategy, especially because if you think D'Amico's one of your top three... Mm-hmm. Well, then you don't want him to walk out the door, but you probably want to talk to those other guys, especially if you haven't identified him as your number one guy. Mm-hmm. So get all those guys done so that on Monday you talk to D'Amico before he can go to Houston. And if you identify him as your guy, well, you've already talked to the other two guys or three guys or one guy. Mm-hmm. And you can say, nope, we're not letting you leave without a contract. Yeah. So that that's just why I personally think mm-hmm. he absolutely is their number one guy. Okay. Yeah, I just think of it as like, and it's not football often is not like the real world in terms of jobs and stuff but if like you had two interviews with big four accounting firms and one of them told you okay you're in the final two of our interviews and the other one told you like all right we're ready to hire you don't you take the one that says we're ready to hire you definitely over the one that says you might you know and then so you don't Mm -hmm. lose out on both and 
that's kind of how I couldn't think. I could only think of one. What's another one? Ernst and Young. Um. Oh, there's like a three-letter one. Oh, KPMG. Oh, yes, know. yes, yes, yes. And I'm always like, you work for a radio station. I thought you were more of like accountant. I'm like, oh no, that, that's an accounting. Firm. I just yep. found out what KPMG is like two years ago. Phil Mickelson's worn yep. that hat for forever. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's what that is. DU accounting. DU was a big accounting school, Oof. and their accounting program was like. It oh, was Deloitte? like the, it was Deloitte? oh Deloitte was like the worst thing ever. Uh, it was just hell for my friends uh, that went through it. It's always funny when like uh, I just saw the other day the baseball Hall of Fame was like we want to thank Ernst and Young for like tallying the votes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Couldn't I just, do that? I, like, I feel, I, like, yeah. like and, and and they do that with like the Oscars too. They have like, an accounting firm count them up and keep the votes safe. I'm like, really? Do like, we need that? It's accounting, not counting. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ryan's, not Ryan. Yes. It's McDaniel, Although, not McDaniel's. Though I do feel like, as a Ryan, he's basically an honorary Ryan to Miko Ryan's. Oh, wow. so you're already taking credit. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying we got to stick together. Like, oh, we got to have his back. That's, that's fair, yeah. But where does the apostrophe go? The apostrophes go in different places. That's what separates you guys. For sure. That's why I said he's honorary. Oh, honorary. You're not an honorary Ryan's. He's just an honorary Ryan. I mean, and it would be up to him as of Ryan's to determine if I can get that honorary. Oh, credit. so you um, can you can dish it out. Exactly. So it just is worrying to me um, that they are just letting this drag on. And maybe they just feel really confident with D'Amico Ryan's. And maybe he said, like, mm -hmm. yep, I'm good to go. Like, I'm your guy. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, Panthers just hired Frank Wright. Why didn't the Broncos interview Frank Reich it's at any point? Washed. That's what I'm saying. What were they doing this week? As a coordinator, I would have been down. Why not interview him? I mean, you already have Dan Quinn. I know that like one's offense, one's defense, yeah, but totally if you're going different. down that route, Dan Quinn's just the better veteran coach candidate. Boy, it's because if... Frank Wright was defense. I could buy it a little more, but they're still different people. They are. Uh, and they Frank are. Wright has had his success in different places than Dan Quinn in terms of how, they, how they've had success. Uh, Ryan, I just disagree with the way the Broncos have handled this week. Now, if they get to meet Go Ryan's next week and that truly was their number one guy, then it's going to be like, okay, it ended fine, but I'm still going to have the hesitation of the way they handled this week. There's no reason that if they're not going to interview anyone this week and they're just purely waiting for D'Amico Ryans, then why aren't they just interviewing people for the sake of interviewing to see if Frank Wright comes in and says amazing things about being a head coach? Or you interview someone that doesn't get a head coaching job and then you bring them in as their offensive coordinator. Or you just get an idea from someone that you then incorporate in your coaching staff or the way you handle the organization. What do we always say at the combine when like there's a, the classic uh, token reporter who's like, "Have you interviewed with the Giants?" <laughs> yeah. And every and every player's like, "I've I've interviewed with everyone." Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And the reason we always say is like, the teams want to gather as much information on these players, even if they don't end up on the mm -hmm. team. So that they can, they know a little bit more when they scout them when they're playing True. against them. Yeah. Why would you not want to know what Frank Reich, you know, his offensive philosophy is, which obviously you can learn from the tape, but like get a little more in insight into it. So then when you might play the Panthers, you could say like, oh, like let's keep an eye on this. Does this yeah. show up in the film? This is something that he brought up. Like blah blah blah. Like information gathering can never be a bad thing. I Were there takes totally last year, though, that the Broncos interviewed too many candidates? I wasn't around enough 
Yeah, I was the, not paying attention. there were takes, but it's not like the Broncos cut that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. The, some people just didn't like that. Uh, they said they stretched themselves too thin. But exactly. the Broncos are. Mean? Wait, but but the Broncos are already at that point now. There's no difference between interviewing eight people and interviewing ten people in yeah. my mind of stretching yourselves thin. The people that said that, Henry, said the Broncos this time around should only interview three. Well, the Broncos got way too close to that number this year. So, mm-hmm. and especially since it's not like they had to have rushed the process if they wanted to interview five more, they had an entire week this week where they've just mm-hmm. done nothing. I, I'm with you. Also, stretch too thin? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I, it was I just know. one just way to... Just hear too many voices. It, it jumbles it, things. It, and uh, Separation isn't as wide between the candidates. And a big thing with that was you're going to end up hiring, or you could end up hiring someone based off the interview instead True. of what their resume says if you're just trying to talk to everyone. I, yeah. being totally honest, I would not complain if they interviewed 25 candidates. I'll say the biggest thing I don't like about them taking the week off is just what it does to me personally. <laughs> And feeling like there's just nothing new to talk about. Or just like, okay, yeah, here we are. Here we are just waiting and waiting. In terms of the other stuff, like, could they do it differently? Absolutely. Would it be better? Possibly. I I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. And and, and that's fair. And, and yeah. I think we can agree to disagree totally. on that. But, Ryan, you brought up the, the question that the Texans are also very interested. And you brought up the point from from Mike Kliss saying that he's the Texans guy, it appears as well. And let's dive into that. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Athletic Greens. If you're feeling down in the dumps about the Broncos not hiring someone yet, and you just need a kickstart to your day, Check out our friends over at Athletic Greens, where, boy, you will start your day with a kickstart, and it's going to help you get going the entire day. It's going to help with better gut health, more energy, optimize your immune system. If you didn't like taking vitamins and minerals because you have to take, like, you know, uh, five pills in the morning, well, all you have to do is take one scoop of Athletic Greens, easy to swallow because it's just blended up in your water and it gets you 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole forces whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to get your day started right it's cheaper than your daily cup of coffee and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews and on top of all of that if you want to get a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. That's athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. Great way to start the new year is by checking out Athletic Greens. And uh, if you have been injured by somebody for any reason at all that wasn't your fault, could be a hunting accident. Could be a hunting accident. <laughs> oh, oh wow. They would love to help you out in a hunting accident. <clears throat> well, I wonder... It wouldn't be your fault if you didn't wear orange still, right? Mm, I wouldn't know the hunting guidelines. I think it might, it, it might actually might be your fault still. Well, I, I wouldn't blame you. But if, if you're wondering, you go to Bax and Shanker, they will let you know. They'll give you a free meeting to hear about your case, how you got hurt, who hurt you, um, and then tell you what they can do. Um, there, there's no fee for your case unless they win money for you. So that's the way it works. It's the way I think it should probably always work. And they've won over $1 billion for their clients in Colorado over the past more than 25 years. So they have locations all over the state, neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. They have the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers. And they will take all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, whether that's car accidents, motorcycles, ride shares, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. So call Bacchus and Shanker at 222 222- Two 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 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Boom. 
There we go. And Eric in the comment section says, are you sure they've done nothing? Maybe this, they've just been very stealthy. If that's the case, then more information will have presented itself. And I can say, well, with the new information, then, then I changed my tune. Right. Secret behind the scenes interview with D'Amico Ryans. Uh, no, that would be illegal and tampering, and that's, the Broncos would. That's why we wouldn't know. That's would. why we wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, but I think he's referring to <laughs> uh, more so of the, uh, have, did they talk to Frank Wright earlier this week? Or David Shaw. Or Jerry Rosberg. Jerry Rosberg. And this Jerry is a Rosberg, meeting. really quick. Yes. Let's talk Jer about let's talk Jerry. Jerry Rosberg, Jerry. news update. Uncle Jerry, what's I up? I mean, it, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Hank must have <laughs> loved it yesterday <laughs> wow. because initially we find out that Jerry Rosberg was let go by the Broncos and will not be back. It's like, damn, why do they have to do that to Jerry? Especially how it was presented by, I believe, Jeremy Fowler. I think so. Uh, he said... He Germ, said it, what are you doing, my guy? I know, and it just it broke Broncos country's heart because people are like, not even going to bring him back or consider him as a special teams coach. Well, we find out later that that was just his contract expiring. <laughs> Uh, and that the new head coaching staff may consider bringing him back on their staff. But what was very interesting in all of the reporting was... Is this was, just a bad week for reporting? It It is. Have, have, have we all been okay? All right, yeah. I, I think we've, yep. all been, we've all been clean. Yep. Damn, nice, guys. Have an embarrassment. Uh, so there you go. Tune in the DNVR Broncos podcast. Uh, but, but something on top of that was... One thing we kind of did find out was... Yeah, he's not in the mix for a Broncos head coaching position. Kind of. Uh, we kind of, because I think all the reporting was uh, like the the new head coach will decide if he has a role yeah. here. I get like unless he's the head coach and then he gets to decide if he has a role here. I hope he gives himself you a role. As the head coach. <laughs> I will not have a role. I'll let everybody else handle it. But yeah, I mean, oh, the, the Nathaniel Hackett role. What probably happened though is just like the whatever notice goes through the system, and it's like, oh, Jerry Rosberg done contract expired. Somebody texts Jeremy from the league offices and like. Here's here's what happened. He's like, oh, it is over. He is gone. He's they they've moved on from. It. It's like, nope. It was just his contract expired. Literally, nothing happened. Why did nothing his contract expire January twenty fifth? It's bizarre. I don't Maybe know. it's something like you know, seventeen days after the season's over, your contract. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Odd. It's got to be. Well, he was, he was still wait, in the wait, playoffs. Wait, here we go. Maybe yeah, he but got if they were still in the playoffs. Then what do you do? Exactly. Maybe he got like a full season contract, but because he joined the team. Two weeks in, his contract went like two weeks after the season. I don't know. That's a good good theory. Thank you. Um, huh. Other news updates, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, the Jets. how about that? Oh, yeah, that's fun. I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you fire Mike LaFleur from the same coaching tree as Nathaniel Hackett, who I would say had more success with at least less talented quarterbacks to then hire Nathaniel Hackett. Well, here's how you convince yourself. He took Blake Bortles <laughs> to the AFC Championship oh, game. Uh, and what was very interesting was Adam Schefter, when he tweeted about it this morning, he had a couple of tweets out there. That's all he focused on. He only focused <laughs> on what he did with the Jaguars. And that's, I think, what the Jets are, what the yeah. Jets are clearly doing. Did he bring um, up that he got fired halfway through the next season? Nope, he didn't. Uh, huh. Did he bring he, up that that was like half a over half a decade ago? No, he didn't. He didn't. But I, I wish the best for Hackett, but now, mm -hmm. I mean, we thought... I mean, hey, we took the bait, too. Yeah, last yeah. yeah, exactly. Last year, the Aaron Rodgers to Denver rumors were obviously just dominating Denver. It's going to dominate the country even more because it's now connected to New York. So the Jets, enjoy that. Yep. And I hope they didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett 
just to get I, Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the biggest thing you point to, though. <laughs> like, I do, because you pointed it out. I mean, it's the same system, which, first of all, I think makes a lot of it's sense. It's going to be so annoying if Aaron Rodgers goes there and balls out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like George if, Payton's going to be like, see? He's like, oh, that's what I was trying to do. Uh, if you can find a way to not change your scheme and change the terminology and spend a whole year trying to make everything different, that's like a nice tiebreaker when you're deciding on a new offensive coordinator. It is weird that they would prefer to have him over LaFleur. Because, like, it seems like he might just kind of be getting the exact same guy. And so what is different, though? It's Aaron Rodgers. It's a chance to get Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. So why not take the exact same person, but with a better chance at Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, sure. I, yeah. Ho- I, I think hope. it's one of those things where, like, they tell Salah, like, okay, you can stay, but you got to make some changes. And he's like, uh, all right, I'll fire LaFleur and just bring in the guy who's kind of like him. That's, that's clearly <laughs> what happened with, uh, the te- with the Cowboys as well. Did you see all the changes they made? I no. mean, they, they, they made mm-hmm. so many assistant head coaching changes this morning, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, they, they fired their running backs coach, and I'm like, the running backs coach that got a ton out of Tony Pollard – and you're blaming him for the meltdown that Ezekiel Elliott had. He's, and he's like, listen, uh, Zeke was just too bad in pass protection, specifically on that last play. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, yeah, and he's like, put it. It's just stupid. They're just making changes in order to save their job. But um, how about this, guys? Little, this isn't conspiracy, but you guys are gonna shoot this down so fast. I'm very excited. If Nathaniel Hackett does not get um, Aaron Rodgers. He turns Zach Wilson around. If he turns Zach Wilson around, he's a head coach next year. Wow. <laughs> it's so outlandish. I, I just don't even... If he turns Zach Wilson around, then they're going to win. I don't think they exactly. can even keep Zach Wilson on the so roster. So then they're going to keep Sala. Wait. No, 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 no. No, he doesn't get the no. head coaching oh, job. The Jets, oh, he gets oh, oh, a oh. coaching job. I thought you said he's the head oh, coach. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. He gets a coaching job somewhere else. Head I coach. think that... I think that you are correct in that if he turns Zach Wilson around, he will be a head coach the next year. The problem is, with all the reports about how toxic Zach Wilson is and how much everybody hates him and they just want him out of the locker room, <laughs> yeah, fair. he's not even going to be there in August, so it's not going to happen. Okay, well, fair. Yep. Well, then I can hang on to that. The, the, big, <laughs> yeah. the big if. <laughs> the big if. <laughs> if he sticks around. <sighs> I'm happy for Hackett, man. Me too. Me too. I hope he succeeds. I, it's such a weird position for us to be in a lot of times because it's like, well, you got like, got to kind of make some jokes and laugh off some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of feel bad for the guy because yep. he's really cool and nice. Yep. Yep. And he was only great to us. Yes, for mm-hmm. real. Uh, but at the same time, odd move. Odd move by the uh, New York Jets. Nice offset for the Broncos. And did you also see the reporting that Nathaniel Hackett, they interviewed 15 people for their offensive coordinator job, and according to uh, some national reporter, I I think so, he was their number one guy. I mean, you'd have to be. First out of 15, otherwise we wouldn't have gotten the job. But that's crazy. Like, why why do you need 15? Not to bring this back (laughs) to what we were talking about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Like, what do you gain? Like, what are you doing? Like, you... You're just sitting there and listening and listening. It's all just going to blend together. Nobody has a chance to pop. You it take just... notes. <laughs> so then you can look back and compare them. Oh, I, take out your you yellow notepad you put pros and cons. <laughs> and every time they say something, you add it to either column. It'll all just blend together. It'll all just blend together. I don't think so. I've I've never done a 15-person interview for a position here, but I've you know done several. And 
they're all pretty different. Maybe you need to expand your searches <laughs> in finding people. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. Take your that. own advice. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. Um, okay, so back to D'Amico Ryan's. We've touched on this a little bit, but as Mike Kliss said in his article, and we've already brought up this week, D'Amico Ryan's has interviewed with the Broncos. He's interviewed with the Texans, and he is considered a finalist, if not the guy with the Texans as well. And before we dive into the difference between those, the Broncos have a leg up on the Cardinals and the Colts. Both of those teams had interviews scheduled with D'Amico Ryans, and he canceled them. Now, I think there was a little bit of, again, false reporting, some bad reporting out there that D'Amico Ryans was going to interview with the Cardinals and maybe even the Colts Sunday morning before the game. I think they got that day wrong. I think it was actually supposed to be Saturday when he was going to interview with them, but he said, I need to focus instead on my game, so I'm canceling those interviews. You know what that did? It made it so that those teams cannot interview D'Amico Ryans until after the Super Bowl because they did not get a first interview in with him before that game last Mm -hmm. week. So the Broncos and Texans have a leg up because they can interview him next week if the 49ers win or lose. So the Broncos and Texans kind of have an advantage in an inner track to getting D'Amico. But the issue here is that there's the Texans involved as well. And you say, that's the Broncos or the Texans, especially if you're listening to this pod, probably a fan of Broncos country and the Broncos here. So you're like, this is easy. Well, you got to remember that D'Amico Ryans was drafted by the Texans in the second round. He signed a second contract with the Texans. The Texans ended up trading him after his career in Philadelphia, which I think was two years. He moved back to Houston. He met his wife there. His wife's from Houston. They have three kids. I believe one or two of the kids was born in Houston. Uh, And he has many, many ties to Houston and the Texans themselves. So that kind of makes it very murky when just comparing the Broncos and the Texans just as organizations. For Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, you know, to put it into my, I guess, our own terms, it would be like if Terrell Davis was a coaching candidate and, you know, it was down to the Broncos who were down horrific and, (laughs) you know, the Texans in a parallel universe where they're like a historically great franchise – we would probably be sitting here being like, there's no way Terrell Davis doesn't come to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Or it might be more like Al Wilson. Sure. Linebacker, similar era. Like, again, like, he's just their guy. You forget that the Texans are such a young organization. Yep. Like, he's not on the Mount Rushmore of Texans, but he's an all-pro linebacker for the Texans, who is the middle of their defense. What's the Mount their Rushmore de- of Texans? Andre, Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Does Matt Schott get in there? That's what I was thinking. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, definitely. Of course. Oh, wow. I have the AV pulled up just because I was curious. DeAndre Hopkins, Arian Foster. Yeah. Brian Cushing. Probably Hank Hill. Not Cushing. He got busted for cheating like three times. Dwayne Brown. Do we get to include Gary Kubiak or are we just talking players? Oh, yeah. Gary Kubiak might be on. I don't think he is. I think they take Hopkins over Kubiak. Yeah. So... (laughs) So Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt. Oh, oh. Arian Foster. Is Deshaun Watson? Nope. Definitely I don't think not. so. Okay. I mean, if you include th- off field, definitely not. Then definitely okay, not. Okay, we can move on. Um, okay. Yep. So, to me, so, to so there you go. You, you bring, Watson, you bring up a really, really interesting comp with Al Wilson because how did Al Wilson's time with the Broncos end? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. A little there there a little was odd. some. He was uh, not yeah, around a, afterwards. A, a, li- a little odd. 
D'Amico Ryans and what a lot of people mm. have been bringing up on the internet, which I think is very important to talk about, is D'Amico Ryans sued the Texans because of the turf they played on when he tore his Achilles heel before being traded to the Eagles. He said that that injury shortened his career by five seasons and blamed it on the turf. That's what a lot of people have been saying is just, well, it's not even a comparison. He's not going to go to the team that he sued. Well, if you read the the lawsuit, he was suing the Texans, the NFL, the stadium, the turf company. It wasn't like he was just suing the Texans for like one specific thing that they did to hurt his career or hurt him. He the Texans were included because that was their field mm-hmm. they were playing on, but he was so I don't hold it as intense as the Al Wilson one in the Broncos. That that's a fair thing to throw in though. I think it should be thrown in the conversation, but I don't think it's as big as well he sued the Texans. Of course he's not going to go play with them. It was a way bigger overarching thing that he was suing them for. Mm-hmm. Fair. What do you guys think about the whole turf thing? I so turf I just, is turf is more injury prone. That's what players are saying, but then there's stats out there that mm-hmm. says there's really not that much of a difference. Yeah. Um. I would just say play on. It's a gra- it's a sport. It should be played on grass. Then then why don't they like so so what's it's the cheaper. argument for turf then? Yeah, cheaper. it's cheaper. You don't have to maintain it. If you're in a dome, it it can, like, you can do the sliding they, ground thing the Cardinals do, but that yeah. seems like a hassle. Exactly. Why? Why not just uh, grandfather the stadiums in that don't have that in place, but make every other one that you can have grass have grass? Why doesn't the NFL just force that? I don't I, understand. I think it basically is how it is because though. Roger Goodell works have... for the owners, and the owners want to save money. Uh, it's just, well, then, if that's the case, then just have the NFL pay for it. The NFL itself makes so much money. The NFL doesn't want to pay for it. Any, no one wants to spend more money than they have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. And, and then the sure. NFL backs it up by saying the stats that you said, like. They, but then they, the players are coming with different stats, sure, and it's sure. just like. Well, to me, I I would just say do what's safer. If they're if it grass mm-hmm. really is safer, then just do that. I it's stupid not to. Sports should be played on grass, except for like basketball. I played high school football Hockey. on yeah, big flex there. Uh, <laughs> on turf, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, it is. You just get mm-hmm. burned so you're, everywhere. You're I played big, lacrosse. You get the rubber on the rubber, so the ball just like bounces insane. Oh, it's yeah. wild, especially when it's like spinning and it like yeah, shoots just off do, all do, weird. Do. Yeah. And then your feet are just filled with those yeah. black <clears throat> balls. And when it's hot out, those yeah, those that suck. black oh, turf God, gets it so just much smells hotter. Like tar. Yeah, terrible. Just <laughs> the other thing, especially like the NFL, like yeah. the mm-hmm. number one sports league in the world, yeah, should be playing on grass. Mm-hmm. In fact, speaking of number one sports league in the world, which I don't. I, I assume that I don't. Maybe the Premier League makes more money. I sure. don't know. Um, th- those players will literally refuse to play on turf fields. Soccer players, yep. really? So like sometimes, um, let's just say like Manchester United is doing like a U.S. tour, um, and they'll be like, oh, like they're gonna play here, here, and here. If there's a turf field, like a lot of the best players will be like, I'm not playing on that. That's one way for the NFL to quickly change <laughs> their uh, fields. Is if uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes said. I, I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. I guarantee you the NFL would be like, I think every field's going to be grass now. Yep. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that like, if you have an injury, it can hurt worse running on the turf. So like the mm. end of the season, there were a bunch of Broncos who would only practice when it was outside. Yeah. But when it was inside, they give them the day off. So if you have like a lingering knee thing, there's just like the compression is different. And so you wind up super sore. This is obvious stuff. Play yeah. on grass. And then also have your training facilities be all grass as well. So you don't have to have players sit out. 
Yep. Yeah, but again, like they need an indoor facility. You can't just be pushing the grass in every day for a training facility. Why? Why not? If there's if there's stadiums that do it, I yeah. think there's a stadium. I think there's one, one stadium that does it. Yeah, so far at least. There's not a second one. I, I mean, I don't know so. if like they're doing it in L.A. or if oh, that's turf. I wonder. L.A. is the one that I considered. Anyway, okay, good. So yeah, I don't even know how. Oh, because of him. So, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um. So 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 to to me, I and I just have to imagine that the Texans, where they are, the position they're in, with firing back to back first time head coaches, with the fan base questioning where the organization is right now. I the have classic to classic turn to a legend. Oh my! Moment. Exactly. So I I have to imagine that they are all about D'Amico Ryan's because not just getting a damn good football coach, but getting someone that's going to restore instantly their franchise at least for the season and and then see how it goes from there. But I just have to imagine that the Texans are are going to be all in. And when it comes down to money, I don't exactly know that the Texans' financial situation, but. It's not like we're talking about D'Amico Ryan's being a four-year, hundred million-dollar coach like like Sean Payton. So I don't think the money's going to separate itself that much. Again, you have so much cap space there. You have a young team. You've got a lot of draft picks. The expectations are low. The fans will love you. I mean, you look at like Scott Frost at Nebraska. That guy stuck around for so long just because the fans liked him. Like that's going to be part of it for such a Texans shame coach. He got let go. It's <laughs> such doing a, shame. a great job. I don't know what they were thinking. You worried about Matt Rule at all? Worried about no. Which, no. But you would rather have Scott Frost than Matt Rule. Definitely. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's the thing. is like, D'Amico Ryans, if they win four games next year, fans will give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like, if he wins six games next year, people will be like, oh, we really got this moving in the right direction. The standards are low. He, They're even lower for him. He, I think he's going to be a good coach. He has all those assets. Uh, and, again, it's like home for him. So I, I see the appeal. Also, there was like a pretty big report from the Washington Post on Sean Payton and the Broncos. Hit us with it. Uh, so this just coming in from Mark Mask. Shout out Grayson Hole who tagged us on Twitter. So Mark Mask, who I believe is the top NFL reporter for the Washington Post. So okay. credible guy. Should we have him on? Or is he going to then have a bad week after that? We <laughs> might be a curse. He says, the Panthers are no longer an option for Sean Payton. And there was an issue with Payton's interview with the Broncos. Peyton likes the idea of coaching Russell Wilson and having that defense, but fears a potential power struggle with a member of the ownership group, source says. What so who fuck? is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it George, is it George Peyton? He's not a member of the ownership no, group. Oh, you're right. A member struggle with the member of the ownership group. Honey? But Honda Lisa Rice is the only one I can think of right now. Why would she, she doesn't have the power? So reportedly, she does, she does have the, she does have power though. She's she, in the she, so so reportedly there were three people in the meetings last week. It was Greg Penner, it was George Payton, and it was Condoleezza Rice. After the meeting, what did we hear? Both sides loved it. Right? Yep. It, it, it was coming from Broncos. It was coming from Sean Payton. Both sides really enjoyed their meeting. And then what also came from that? That Greg Penner's uh, guy was Sean Payton. So if we're going to take all of these things and then we put this in, then you do say it's Condoleezza Rice. There's no way. There's no way the Broncos could like have a person who owns 1% of the team be put into a position where they could scare off a coach because they're worried about a power struggle. And when I say no way, I mean it could happen, but that's insanity. I agree. I, I feel like it has to be Greg Penner. I feel like it has to be. 
And I and it could be like Greg Penner loves Sean Payton, but Sean Payton's mm-hmm. like ah, that guy looks a little power thirsty for me. Which is crazy. Like, how do you mm-hmm. give off future power struggle vibes that early when you seem like somebody wants to be so hands off? Well, here's how: is because he's already hands on with his coaching search, yeah. uh, and and he said I'm gonna take over. And but do you guys take that as it was for sure a power struggle? What where Sean Payton didn't like it? Or where the Broncos didn't like how much Sean Payton wanted power. Can you read the line again, Sp- or, uh, Hank? Um, Spence. <laughs> so the good stuff, and then says, but he fears a potential power struggle with a member of the oh, ownership okay. group. Okay, so yeah. it is Sean Payton viewing the Broncos. So this report also indicates Sean Payton is the one to back out from the Broncos. Or not back out, but be hesitant. That's what it's suggesting, yes. And, 100%. And, well, that's the Schefter stuff from yesterday, that there just isn't really a fit for Peyton this time around. I really think it has to be Greg Penner. He's the only one who has the power, in my opinion, to be in a power struggle with the head coach. That That's a good point. Now that I'm digesting it, I, I totally see what you're saying. This man. But then if Sean Peyton's your guy... Wouldn't you just drop the power struggle? Or do you say, I own 31% of this $4.65 billion organization. You work for me, so yes, I'm going to be the one in charge. What In what scenarios would they cross paths and have to have like a conversation where Greg Penner overrules Sean Payton? Maybe Penner wants to give more power to George Payton. Maybe no I way. Don't get that. No, vibe. but I mean, if we're that's the only thing I can yeah. think of that would make sense. Either that, or he says like, no, like if I want to call a play, I'll call a play, and I think that's less likely than him believing in George Payton. I feel like it's more likely than anything that what's this dude's name? Mark Mask. Mark Mask comes out later today and says like, I didn't know this could become a thing in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mark Mask is very connected with Sean Payton. He was the one over the yep. past two weeks. He's put out three or four reports about Sean Payton's interest in the Broncos and how things could work. I think two weeks ago he said that the Broncos appeared to be the front runner for mm-hmm. Sean Payton. So he's obviously tied in with the Sean Payton side. And so you also have to read this in as okay, maybe this is Sean also getting his wishes out there of mm-hmm. look the reason i'm not taking the broncos job is because i don't want it it's because they messed up they have an issue yeah. so th- that's also just something mm-hmm. you have to consider here exactly. it doesn't mean that's 100 percent it but that's where i'm at maybe right somewhere now. in the middle yes. like and i just don't think sean payton's coaching anywhere brad d i think in the this comments, is kind of the last little domino of that brad yeah. d in the comments wants to point out that we're guessing Yes, we yes, are we guessing. Absolutely are. Yes, we are guessing. Hundred percent. If you want us to not guess, we can sit here quietly. Uh, but what yes. what we are uh, fun. strongly guessing at? I think we may even be able to to move beyond the guessing here. Is that Sean Payton and the Broncos are going in very opposite directions? In fact, I is it over? I yeah, I don't really know Putting if a you fork can. In it? Yeah, I don't think you can come back from where it is now. More right. likely, Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Okay. And, I feel like that's the line. So he, here's where I'm at with D'Amico Ryans right now. I give, uh, gosh, just the family ties that he has to, especially his wife, I give the slight, slight lean to the Texans. I do too. Right now. Uh, slight. Very, very slight. I think it's very close. I think he could, also from a football side, he could look at it and say the Texans have the number two overall pick. They're a young team with a lot of cap Space They do have some talent on their team, which I think emerged this season a little bit, Um, and he wants to grow with them. 
he could also look and say, I don't want to join uh, a franchise that's been so down in the dumps. So I could see it either way, but I'm just going to give a slight edge to the Texans. But regardless, I could easily make it a slight edge to the Broncos. This is not a gimme that D'Amico Ryan is going to be the Broncos' next head coach. So guys, really quick, what are the backup options at this point? I, I think we're kind of crossing Sean Payton off the list right now. Uh, what, what are backup options? Because Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. he could go to the Cardinals or the Colts. Um, and then who else do you have? Then it's David Shaw, Jim Caldwell. Are, are those the backups? I think it's David Shaw. I, I think he's David just been Shaw, yeah. right there in front of us the whole time. I do think there's still a potential of a last-minute Jim Harbaugh out of nowhere Let's go. type of hire. I think the Broncos, if they were to miss out on D'Amico Ryans, which, by the way, I give the slightest to the Broncos, I just don't think the Broncos as an organization can lose out on something to the Texans. So then a slight edge, or are you giving more than a slight edge? I give them an edge. Okay. Full edge. A full edge, but not like uh, it's done. Still an edge, you know. Okay, like, you got to worry about the whole thing. Okay, it's just yeah, not yeah. a half. Okay. Um, but I do give it to them, not only because they're just a much more proud organization, but um, also because of the way that the Texans have handled their last two head coaches. And that's fair. That's something that he certainly has to consider. Um, by the way... Well, so yeah, I think Har- I think if the Broncos were to miss out on D'Amico Ryans, I think they would just go back to Harbaugh and be like, listen, bro, you name the number. We got to do something here. We don't even need a second interview sort yep. of thing. Here's the check. Let us know when we should send the private plane out to, to come bring you to Denver. I think it's possible. And that, I think, would have, would have to be the move unless or for this whole thing not to just blow up on them because as we've got going on YouTube, plan, wh- is it plan D? At that point, if they miss out on Sean Payton, they miss out on Jim Harbaugh, if they miss out on D'Amico Ryans, if, let's say, Dan Quinn this weekend goes to the Cardinals or the Colts, I mean, we could be looking at... plus 150 to go to the Cardinals right now. We could be looking at plan E right now. We could be looking... Ejiro Evero. Maybe. (laughs) It was suggested in the Cliff story that Evero could stay around with D'Amico Ryans. Which would make some sense. Uh, if you want him to go full different CEO defenses, type. though. But if D'Amico Ryans is coming, he's either overhauling the defense or it's going to be different defenses. Wait, what? Because it's those... three, you either flip from the 3-4 to 4-3 to pater, cater to D'Amico, yeah. or he has somebody who runs a 3-4 there, which right. I think and is more likely. he gets to play just head coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that that could be the case. And the Broncos, remember, two weeks ago, they declined uh, the Panther, or no, the Falcons' request for D'Amico Ryans to interview as a defensive coordinator Ebro. there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure. By the way, over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where you should head, just for any type of fun you'd like to have, the only coach odds that are up right now are the Arizona Cardinals. Ah. Everything else, too messy ah. for them to touch. By the way, Sean Payton in the building today, right, in Arizona? Uh, he is. Plus a 1,000. Woo! Wow. Fifth place. He wow. seems like he's going back to Fox. It might just be over for Sean Payton in this cycle, which is crazy considering he was kind of considered the number one guy coming in. But I also think there's a better than not chance it's mostly Sean who's making that decision. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on all the fun over there. Um, you're too late to get in on a Nicole Jokic MVP. I'm sorry. Uh, we tried to tell you over and he over did. again. Now it's down to like minus 140. So, Ooh. yeah. Moved the wrong way. Oh, where was it yesterday? I think it was minus 150 a couple days ago. Oh, okay. I saw minus 140 Ooh, yesterday. Spicy. Let's see what it is right now. 
It is minus 140. Mm. Basketball um, reference, 71%. Crazy. So anyways, <laughs> check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get all your bets in. And right now you can bet $5 on any NFL game and get $200 in free bets, which is incredible. Um, of course, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Maybe don't fully, fully, fully count out Sean Payton yet. Okay. Just that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, what else do we have, Henry? Uh, we also have, after that little twist, uh, I need Foco. You, were just, you just put a fork in it. Now you're taking the fork out. I need a yeah, little more. I, I ta- that, that's, <laughs> I just got a, an interesting text. That's all. Yeah, we all saw. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we even put that together. Yeah. I just felt like that needed a little more time to breathe so people can hear it. That was a quick little swing, though. Five minutes. Yeah. Put a fork in it. Looks out the phone. I, 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 all I'm, <laughs> I'm like, just saying don't fully, fully, fully count right. it out. I'm still. Now there's fork holes in it. The you know you you <laughs> oh. took you took just one prong of the fork out right so I mean oh. it's still pretty much in my opinion done so there's still a fork in it but not all the way oh it's kind of Most, like mostly in the like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 exactly it's not like deep yeah it's exactly maybe it's like a spork you so uh, it only has short little things that's on the true end? that's true mm-hmm. I actually you you put the fork in it but just the 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 fourth one on the left didn't, didn't hit get in. yeah oh, exactly okay. exactly now it hit the plate screech, <laughs> everyone looked at you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if it was just a little three pronger with one out. Um, I hate three prong forks. Me too, but in this uh. situation, sixty six percent is a lot better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Foco, though, if you're looking for a Broncos fork, no promises. They might have one. That's the kind of I stuff. Bet they have a Broncos spoon for sure. Spoons more prevalent people, than forks. People collect spoons. It's a thing. Really, more than forks. Definitely more than forks. Are they just <laughs> trying to prove like they're edgy to the bowl collectors? Well. It's to be fair, f- spoons have less edges than forks, so I would say it's less edgy. Less dangerous. Anyways, yeah, that's okay. the thing that people collect. <laughs> that's, if you're a spoon cr- collector, explain yourself to us. Um, yeah, Foco, all sorts of stuff. I actually just got a bobblehead for my birthday from Foco, wow. which is wow. actually from somebody who doesn't even know about my relationship with Foco. Tell us about um, it. It's Nikola Jokic. Oh, no yeah, yeah. And he'll Focola say, Jokic. His bobbles around. He'll like say yes to things if mm. you put his head that way. He'll say no to things. Like, if you am don't. I the MVP? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Am yep. I gonna have a triple double tonight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. It's a great bobblehead, and you guys should get some uh, bobbleheads as well. We'll come back to that comment in a second. Uh, we'll come back. Yeah. The, but yes, the, the there's so many awesome things, so many different bobbleheads, the tumblers, the bags, the hats, the the gear, collectibles, everything. Um, and if you use the code DMVR at foco.com, you'll get 10% off all non-presale items. There's a link below this YouTube video. There's also a link in the podcast description. And also, some uh, Bronco Nuts, our, our guy, mm-hmm. 66% <laughs> less than 75%. Yes, That's but we're point. talking about doneness. So you want it to be less done, sixty-six yes. better. Yes. What? I was. Prongs, I, I understand prongs. what you were two saying. Two prongs, one out is better than three prongs, one out. He also, uh, also in the comments, they mentioned silver spoons, um, which is topical because mm. Broncos ownership knows all about silver spoons. Mm. Okay, just a nice little punch of the gut for him right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move along. <laughs> comments? 
Comments. Comments. Oh, really quick. We are close to 100. Let's hit 100 before we finish these Super Chats. We have to hit at least 102 to drown out the two dislikes. Oh, yes. That, that's very true. And also, when you're tuning in, hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube, of course. And also, if you're listening on the podcast side, whatever whatever platform you're on, hit us with a five-star review, please. Yo. We've had some updates. Oh. Spotify oh. listeners Ooh. have come through Let's this go. week. They are putting the pressure on Apple listeners. Spotify was at like 600 and <laughs> Apple was at 800 reviews. Spotify's up to like 690. Well, Apple is only up to like 820. So oh, the gap baby. is closing wow. quickly. Who are we cheering for? Apple. You want Spotify to catch up? Come on, up? Apple guys. I, li- Actually, I like I need to do this. I'm on Spotify. I'm thinking like tortoise in the hair situation here, you know? Like mm. tortoise is just going to catch up eventually. It's very true. The hair is wow. just messing around too much. <laughs> Speaking of underdogs, Chiefs still underdogs at Burrowhead this week. It's a tough place to go into, you know. <laughs> Let me see. I actually had heard that had flipped. Uh, yes, it has. Chiefs oh, are flipped? now favorites. Road do- road faves. Road, road faves. faves at it, Burrowhead. It's one. Yeah, it is. Is that that's probably after Mahomes just looked like he had no injury yesterday. Yeah, it was based on him not limping after he walked off the podium. Which uh, crazy that's a two point swing. In most cases, is like eighty percent mental. Today he really? did a he did a spin at practice. <laughs> Maybe that's what flipped it. He you know, literally spun the line by spinning. As oh, I see. As yeah. a man who decided who's going to make a bet only with his brain and not with his heart at all, and took the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl, I thought I was dead in the water. Like when he was limping around out there that last game, I was like, you know what? They might lose this game, and if they don't, I've got to take whoever they play next week. The fact that I now have as much hope as I do is bad for ever all of us, but also kind of exciting for me. I just <laughs> I think there's only two options. He has a very badly sprained ankle and he's just doing a good job of hiding it. Or two, it was just a it was just a lie for the narrative that he had a high ankle sprain. So he planned to roll his ankle up and then <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he was just body like, weight. He ended up being fine, but they're like, it's a high ankle sprain, just to like feed the na- feed the myth of Mahomes. So at what at what point did that become change from an injury to a narrative? Monday. Oh, so so the, the rest of the game he actually was No, he was hurt, he but was then hurt. they like did the whatever and found they're like, "Okay, he's actually okay." They're like, "Well, let's tell everyone it's really mm-hmm. bad." Cuz that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked really hurt though. Like he was like there was that one scramble for the first down where he took back-to-back steps with his left foot. Like, he's just running and just, like, left, left as he's running before he gets to the first down <laughs> marker. Well, I hope he's very hurt. There wow. we go. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's not like it's, not like it's a career-ending injury. I just want them to lose because he's, he's yeah. you know, not himself. Would you be happy if it was? No. If it, no. Wait, if okay, it was what? Okay, career-ending. Oh, yeah. I think it's not definitely not career-ending. I mean, like, he's going to be fine eventually, but if they lose because he's hurt, his ankle is hurt, yeah, I'm all for that. Wow. I mean, it really could be that that could be the difference if he gets but hit in the first quarter or something. On the limping thing, like, a sprained ankle, the reason you limp is to try to hurt less. Not because you can't walk normally. You know what I mean? So if you think really hard, like, Walk normally for these four steps, and then you can go back to limping, you can do it. But also, it if practice, it's not stable, though... It could give out. It's not like he took that thing from Harry Potter where his arm is just like <laughs> waggling around. But that's a point. But like you're missing the structure of it. Like there's no support on your ankle. I don't, I don't know. know. I th- if I you think really hard about not limping, you cannot limp when you're hurt. I'll take your word for it. It's going to be interesting. And I can't wait to break <laughs> down these games tomorrow, guys. 
See? Yeah. Elliot comes in. As someone who's had a ton of high ankle sprains, which sounds very unfortunate, yeah. you can walk normal. It's the lateral movement that hurts so bad. Wow. And we clearly are Broncos podcast because Tom comes in and says, come on, he wasn't hurt that bad. <laughs> Let's go. It's all for the narrative. They want to be like, Mahomes won a Super Bowl on a high ankle sprain. Yeah. But then Brad D comes in and says, he's hurt. So, yeah. He's extremely hurt. <laughs> yeah. Again, the man is running using his... He was he's, hopping. He's doing pirouettes on the practice. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's more of an excuse of, like, when they lose, why they lost. Oh, then it is I an actual... Why already yeah, yeah. So, in the second quarter of the game last week, Mahomes is like, shit, I don't think we're going to be able to beat the Bengals. Let me build in the excuse now. If my defensive lineman <laughs> falls on my ankle, I'm going to scream so loud. Uh, and really quick... Chris Kellogg is pointing this out, but D'Amico Ryans did win the PFWA's Assistant Coach of the Year Award. Sick. Man, is he just riding into his next job on a high? Maybe in Denver. A mile high. A mile, mile high. high. A mile high. Uh-huh. I wonder what the elevation of Houston is. <laughs> Jeez, we got four dislikes now? Ten. A lot of Mahomes talk. A lot of Mahomes talk. Yeah, I'm putting this one on uh, Henry. I did Always great. Nobody disliked yeah, any yeah, of my yeah. hunting comments. Always today. on that side. That's true. You're right. They, they didn't come until you brought up how you put so much money on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, actually, and you really hope they win the Super Bowl, and you're I the biggest Chiefs fan. I can I tell you why they the came in. Fan. I can actually tell you because I've been monitoring when Uh-oh. you guys say and when they come in. This came in when you guys started talking about Jim Harbaugh, and you guys were guessing who it might be and who it might not be. Oh, oh, it's that the was, guest guy. That was a what? while ago. There was only two yeah, a while Yeah, I ago. think this is a lot. No, Henry. it actually happened. It was there, too. Like, I've been monitoring the whole chat, dude. Trust me. <laughs> he is the, dude, he's the chat I'm, expert. I'm here right now. Of course, of course, Henry wants you here to be right about this one. I yeah, see. definitely. Yeah, I blame both of you. Um, I blame both of you. Really quick, unless the Broncos hire a coach today and we're covering a press conference tomorrow, join us at the farmhouse tomorrow. Breckenridge Brewery, we're going to be there going live at noon as usual. And use the code DNVR over at Breckenridge Brewery to get 10% off your bill. Let's go. Uh, All right, questions. Starting with Super Chats? Let's do it. Oh, we got a few. Uh, If we get Ryans and keep Evero, who calls the plays? Got to be Evero. Definitely Evero. (sighs) I would think so, yeah. Yeah. I would think they would have a collaborative approach. Definitely. Uh, uh, sounds very coach speak. Yeah, but it's it's got to be Evero. You, I don't think you can you would be able to keep him and demote no. him. If if that's a good point. If D'Amico is calling plays, it's because they run a four three defense, and in that case, there's no reason to have a Giro Evero. Man, and this is the way that you also sell D'Amico Ryan's being the head coach is by saying, at first year head coach is by saying he's different. He's, he's going to truly be a CEO type, not just coming in to lead one side of the ball, unlike Vance Joseph, unlike Vic Fangio, unlike um, Nathaniel Hackett. Mike LaFleur is OC. Could be, yeah. You wouldn't have to change systems. I know. I still will just want to hear a report. This is who D'Amico Ryans likes as his OC. Right. That would just make me feel so much better or worse, but I just want to know. Maybe Gary Kubiak's not fully out either. Gary Coach D'Amico, right? He did. Mm. And uh, di- bringing him in as kind of like a, hey, can I, I, I'm not asking you to coach with me for 10 years. I'm asking you to coach for two to three years with me and then get the stability around him. I don't want to rule it out. Or even Clint Kubiak also. Not, I, I don't know. He I'm, averaged fewer points than Nathaniel Hackett calling plays yeah. last year. No. It is what it is. I mean, I don't even know how he's getting interviews. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, he's he has experience. 
Like his his that's, Vikings offense was good. Best uh, way to get a his, job in the NFL is to have experience. Yeah, his it doesn't Vi- matter if it was good or bad experience. His wait, how how where did the Vikings rank in terms of points per game this year? I, I'm truly curious I if you don't mind no looking idea. that up because yep. when he was calling plays the uh, year before with the Vikings, the Vikings had I think the 15th best offense, so they were completely yep. average with good pieces. So they weren't awful, mm-hmm. but they exactly. were average. And I'm curious how they were this year with someone else calling Eighth and plays. Seventh. So I mean, they it's were bad double. Look. They 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 were double yep. than they Twice were. As good. But again, with like, them. it's definitely you don't love it, but that doesn't preclude you from ever being an OC again. No, it doesn't. But uh, I don't think they could. Oh, here's do another that. one. Dalvin was hurt, right? If you want, if you want to go really quick, Ryan, if yeah. you want to go with someone on your staff last year, Justin Outen would be better, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there is a belief out there that Eric Bieniemy oh, might feel ah, like he's pigeonholed yeah. in KC because all of the credit goes to Mahomes and Reed. Potentially an option as an OC. That one would be the biggest roll of the dice. It would be because it, also it could the hit. biggest splash too. It's yep. true. Yeah, it, it would be. Or Greg Roman, bigger splash. Yeah, I'd say Roman bigger. Probably, but, though, but there would be a clear top two. I think in terms of newsworthy. It would be Biennemi, but in terms of like, yeah, getting the man, More yeah, proven. that, yeah, yeah, because it, people would say, well, was Biennemi truly a product of just Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Right. So yeah, they, yeah. They, they, there would be some conversation. Worst there. case so, scenario, so keep an eye on. that would be interesting, especially staying in the division. Yep. Oh baby, Biennemi's gone to five consecutive uh, AFC Championship games. That's yeah. it's not a bad hire. No. Yeah. From nice team, if we get Ryan's and keep Evero, oh, that's we already did that one. Uh, from Andre F, you left it up for so long, Yaya. Sorry. Andre F says, I love Ryan's. I'm just worried about what he does with the offense. Yeah. The team is going nowhere unless that is fixed, and the OC needs to fit with Russ. I agree, and yep. it, but I have to keep reminding mm-hmm. myself, like, before the Josh Allen draft, I said, don't not draft Josh Allen just because of Pax and Lynch. Mm-hmm. That's a bad way of going mm-hmm. about things. And I think you have to think the same thing about D'Amico Ryan's. You don't stay away from D'Amico Ryan's just because you've gotten it wrong with someone with people from a similar background. If you yeah. believe he's the guy, yeah. Now you have to believe he's the guy, and it kind of sounds like they do. So I always, I just have to keep reminding myself that over and over again. That being said, it's true. If we go through two, three more years of the Broncos' defense being great while scoring 16 points per game, like yeah. we're all gonna. I'll be fully gray, guaranteed. (laughs) And that's why Andre F., right after they hire D'Amico Ryans, if he's their guy, then the conversation is quickly and understandably and rightfully so going to change to, okay, now almost just as important as D'Amico Ryans, who's the offensive coordinator. Yep. Kyle Shanahan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, double his salary (laughs) as an offensive coordinator in Denver. They're like, don't you hate being a head coach? We'll pay you twice as much just to call the play. <laughs> hey, those gray hairs, they will go away in Denver. <laughs> yes. uh, Kyle Garcia says, can't watch live today, but hear me out. D'Amico, HC, David Shaw, OC. If you're going to swing for D'Amico, I'm excited and intrigued about Shaw as an OC. How? His offense Quarterbacks. is so boring. I mean, he had two Heisman runner-ups. You like that. He's had three First round pick quarterback. Both of those Heisman runner ups were running backs. Yep. Yep. Again, like, what do you need to fix? A running game. He has experience with quarterbacks. He's, he's, you don't have to change the terminology. You stick with the West Coast. You know, it's a pro style offense, but that's like, it's lame. Pro style offenses are even outdated in but the, the but NFL see, that's now. The thing, though, <laughs> is that, like, in college, 
it's terrible. In the NFL, it's not that far off from... I mean, you spice it up, and all of a sudden, it is similar to the Shanahan stuff. I guess. It's not far off. Like, And, and then you have the experience. You have the head coaching experience. I, I like it. I, I, so I think that'd be a great hire. Remaining teams, Bengals, Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles. Yep. Every single one of them are mostly out of the shotgun. Also, I guess the Niners are the most. Niners are very much under. Yeah. yeah. Also, offensive coach, offensive coach, offensive coach, offensive coach. Yep. Also true. Back to back years. It was the same last With year because I remember pointing four. it out. Yep. And no, it doesn't mean that they have bad defenses. I no. mean, you, you mm-hmm. obviously look in the NFC Championship game. Those are two of the best defenses. The Bengals defense uh, it is is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chiefs is it's fine. Um, but it's not that when you hire an offensive guy, you're going to have a bad defense. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee that at right. all. And obviously, you know, you love the Shanahan system. And if you can get it to work the way that he does, then who cares if you're under center or not? But the, o- almost everyone in the NFL are I, – I shouldn't say that. A lot of the NFL is getting away from that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. spreading it out. That's and more very RPO interesting. And yeah. all that the pro-style system. Well, is what works best for the Broncos. Should be called, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> what, <laughs> right. what fits Russell Wilson, though? Yeah. That's the other side. I could, I, I'll just say I would be zero percent excited over David Shaw as offensive coordinator. That's I would fine. actually be, I'd be more exactly. excited by him as a head coach than I as agree. an offensive coordinator. I agree. I think a lot of people would feel that way, Ryan. Yeah. Yep. Zachary Gardner says Frank Reich hired by the Panthers. Thank you for letting us know. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting hire. It's interesting to me that the yeah. Broncos didn't interview him. Makes me scared that he's gonna be really good. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> it's very fair. Last uh, one was Doug Peterson. They're they're buddies. Yeah. And Brian mm. Dable and Mike McDaniel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh Jacob says, is it possible Justin Alton could be brought back as offensive coordinator? He seemed to have found something with Russ when he was calling the plays and making the game plans. I think it's possible, but I don't think he's like gonna be at the top of the next coach's list. I bet he's looking at flights to New York as we speak. Uh probably wise, right? <laughs> Tight ends yes. coach? Or yeah, or QB coach yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. I agree. You you could do worse. I take him over Clint Kubiak though. I think I agree there. Yeah. Absolutely. I would. Yeah. Proof and, is in and, the pudding. And it's not a easy sell, but it's an easier sell than people think because what you point to is look at the success he had with Russell Wilson with this team when he was calling plays the last two games. They averaged twenty seven and a half points in those two games. It isn't just about play calling though. Like, so much of it is about how the playbook is built and what the game plan is that week. And he was very much a part of it all season. And that's why I just don't even consider anybody on the staff, probably. I think if you're a great play caller, you could literally just rip a playbook from Madden and call the right plays at the right times. Somebody who's good at Madden. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the take I expect. I just mean, like, the whole point is calling the right play in the right situation. Yeah. That's all of it, yeah. You could just like watch if you're good at if you have a gift for calling the right play at the right time, you could just watch the season of Kyle Shanahan and just write down all the plays <laughs> and then just call them. Oh man. <laughs> you're are you putting your resume out there for OC? Saying, just give me the tape. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I can chart them out. Uh should we hop on to the website really quick, get a few questions in? Let's do it. First one coming in from Gham Bronco or Gham says, "I'm starting to think we're getting Walmart id. All of our coaches will be replaced by self checkout." Wow! 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 A great take from you here. Wow! I learned yesterday. Big day for me. Went grocery shopping. 
Whoa. They now have self-checkout at Costco. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, I could start going to Costco. Everybody says it's incredible. It have is you, great. Have you never but been? Then, like, I when I was little, okay. I couldn't appreciate a grocery store at the time. <laughs> wow. Then like, I was like, oh, I want some Mexican cheese. And all you could get in Mexican cheese was literally two bags that were this big. And, I was <laughs> and like, you have to get both, yeah. I was like, I would have to eat like, like two cups of Mexican cheese a day <laughs> to eat yeah. all of this before it expires. So you're telling you me that it wasn't one. enough. <laughs> you got freeze one. So you didn't do it. Oh, yeah. I forgot you could freeze cheese. You can freeze just about anything. It's very true. That'd good. be a fun off-season topic. Can you freeze can it or you not? Can you freeze it? It's a good ticket. Because I, I, I don't know where that line is. Soda. You can't freeze soda. I've done it. It explodes. You can't oh. freeze liquor. Liquor is unfreezable. Well, liquor's unfreezable, but soda is a worse thing to try to freeze yeah. because it yeah. will yeah. explode yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, you can Sticky. freeze it, though. You shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> well, the question is if you can or shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, except okay. liquor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how freezing works. <laughs> Antifreeze. Can't yeah. freeze that. And probably, and only very like cold temperatures. 500. Yeah, probably. Probably. That would do it. I guess in that case, you could freeze anything if minus 500 is on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Just need a good freezer. Next one from Ozzy Dan says, G'day, boys. My team in the Australian Football League have sucked for almost 50 15 years no. we stuffed up draft picks and fired coaches every other year the broncos of the last seven years have been very much deja vu last year we hired a new coach and 12 months later we have a window that could last five or more years our coach is a master in play management and welfare he commands respect might not be the greatest with x's and o's but realist but realize this and hired assistants who are the more podcasts i listen to and stories i read the more i'm convinced that the broncos have this opportunity i never wanted a first-time head coach in this cycle but i've gone a full 180 i want to meet Ryan's everything about him to me oozes leadership respect I'm the old I'd run through a wall for him surround him with experienced coaches we've heard some some about if someone like Quinn wants to come and I really like this as the move this is my hope fingers crossed so count Ozzy Dan in on D'Amico Ryan's yeah I, I'd like D'Amico Ryan's would be exciting he would be exciting I don't think he's really the type that a lot of people want mm-hmm. but you know, if if you can't get Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton, those those are like your all pro free agent guys. It's like you go try and get him. If you can't get him, D'Amico Ryan's is like the first round draft pick, and right. the first round draft pick comes with a whole bunch of risk. Obviously, it's fifty fifty. He's just a bust or whatever. And it'd be nice to just go get a proven veteran who you know can do the job, especially when you don't have to worry about actually paying him. That just it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, but once you get down to the the Dan Quinns, the David Shaws, like why not go after D'Amico Ryan's? Why not? I mean, at, at this point, I'm in. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. At this point, yeah. And it's nothing against D'Amico, like no. I pointed out. It's just wasn't what, what, what we were exactly looking for. If, if it had been Dan Quinn, who they hired and failed last year, then I'd have been saying D'Amico Ryans is the guy all, the, all year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the Count says, yesterday's pod was an absolute classic. Felt old school BSN and vibes. Yes. Like the mousetrap press box days. <laughs> Bravo, gents, and Allie. I listened to it twice. And please bring <laughs> back the Hank V. Numby Saquon debate. Epic stuff. Oh. Love the count. Once we'll, get, we get we'll have to, to get like a season. bell once the offseason actually starts. And just <laughs> <ring it. laughs> no. Oh, you have a ding, ding, ding? Oh, <laughs> literally a triangle yeah, we're going to bring awesome. in. Uh, love you, the count. Thank also, you for that. Also, real quick, the, the whole big thing on signing a running back this offseason that's gonna drop this, go. this afternoon okay. Okay. it's dropping this go. afternoon go. <laughs> so so go read it there Hank can't wait Arvada Luke belated happy birthday Hank the less famous uh Hank I referred to was Hank Hill oh. uh the incomparable animated Mike Judge comedy of King of the Hill I might need uh, to watch that 
The stakes are so high. With a great hire, Colorado could be the premier football state west of the Mississippi. Beyond that, with the Avs and Nuggets, we could become the premier major sports state in the country mm-hmm. and therefore the world. We saw the difference with the CEO type with Rosberg. How much of an upgrade could we possibly see in the CEO-ness with the other candidates? At what point are the returns diminishing? Where do we just need X's and O's? Or do we just need an X's and O's genius? Rosberg was so nice just because he was this pure football guy. Like, all of his feelings were just straight-up football takes. It's like complimentary football. We need to be big and strong in the trenches and, and go from that. Like, you don't miss that. Like, he always said, like, that we play football the way that I think that football should be played, which is just the old-school, like, Ravens, mean, physical, gritty, tough. Punch him in the mouth. Exactly. And that is what football is about, and that was a nice twist after having Nathaniel Hackett, who is as far as you can be in the other direction as a head coach. He's like, you guys want to play Quizlet? Yeah, let's, uh, we're, no, no pads this week. We're playing a lot of Quizlet. Here, here's, the, here's the good and bad thing about hiring a head coach is there's head coaches that are just the CEO types and have a lot of success. There's X's and O's coaches that, have, uh, that succeed and have mm-hmm. a lot of success. It's just about finding the right person. So it's good because anyone could work but it's bad because there's not a specific mold that you go after look at mike mcdaniel so many people thought oh my gosh this guy is only x's and o's yeah he's not gonna work at all and he works and then you have ceo types that succeed as well so i i I, and and just like ryan said earlier i don't want to put i wouldn't want to put myself in a hole saying we're only going after ceo types or we're only going after x's and o's types for sure Mm -hmm. uh dweener says fellas catching up on the pods thanks so much for the shout out the other day Enjoy the mac and cheese. You've earned it. Thank you. Uh, regarding the coaching certs, I'm with Ozzy Dan. I'm all in on D'Amico Ryans. In the long term, he's going to be the best coach to come out of this cycle, and I sure hope we are the beneficiaries. Go Broncos. Go DNVR. And happy belated birthday, Henry. There we oh, go. And the last one to round us out from Nash Broncos says, Hi, guys. A few weeks ago, I said I was completely out on first-time head coaches. You guys have me convinced. You've convinced <laughs> me otherwise. I still think having experience somewhere on the staff is essential. Also, yesterday's pod is evidence of my last comment. We're already in off-season mode, and the conference championship games haven't been played yet. And with regards to Hackett being hired by the Jets today, I really don't understand the evaluation process of coaches. Hackett, loved him as a person, was objectively horrible in Denver, so how does he have a job even if it's a demotion i think you look at what where nathaniel hackett really messed up last year and it was as a head coach and it started right away he didn't hire any experience around him he made some some questionable especially hindsight questionable choices uh with training camp not being hard uh being really easy on the guys and then on the offensive side you can point to a lot of things where Russell Wilson, especially in early in the season, missed a lot of wide open guys. So you could mm-hmm. find positives from the offense, but it was really, he let himself down initially and where it really started to snowball as a head coach. And, yeah, I yeah. think that NFL coaches only want to hire people that they've run into at the bars in Mobile, Alabama, or Indianapolis, <laughs> which actually puts us up pretty high on the list. Yeah, it does. Wow. It does. Wow, you're right. You're really making your case. But I'm being totally serious. Yeah. Like, they only hire from inside the fraternity, and mm-hmm. that's how you get jobs over and over again, even if you suck. And, and the other thing is, regardless of how bad it went, Nathaniel Hackett probably got a lot better as a coach this year. You learn a lot of things just from spending that much time as a coach. At the very least, he likely did not get worse as an offensive coordinator. So you can go back through and say he wasn't all that great before. When he was good, it was whoever's fault. But I think he, he actually, is still a young coach who you expect to keep getting better. I think he actually did get worse as an offensive coordinator for the Broncos because he got scared True. of embarrassing himself. Um, but with a clean slate, hopefully he can get back to his creative ways. Experience always helps. 
Well, this is an experience, but Cody, shout out to Cody for helping us with the yes. likes and thumbs up. He also brings up Wes Welker's name. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know he doesn't have experience, but sign me up, baby. He's, <laughs> he's close. I mean, that he's within fun. a couple of years of being an OC. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he could be an, F, an OC. Right now. Whoa, what was that comment? Oh, oh he's yeah. trying, he he, trying to hit the one above it. That's an arcade for OC. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's not over five feet tall can be an offensive coordinator. Oh, wow. interesting. Coaches are sneaky kind of short, though. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. So all bad the, news yeah, for all every newsbreaker in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So are uh, so are podcasters. Typically short. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is going to wrap it up. A couple more super chats. Oh, yeah, we got one more. Oh, one more. look yeah. at Henry being on top of things. <laughs> it's because I was wrong. Oh, just to add to the David Shaw uh, OC yeah. case, as a HC plus OC, he has four Heisman runner-ups. Toby Gerhardt, Andrew Luck, CMC, and Bryce Love. Wow, what a Bryce Love. Just a flash across the sky. Yep. <laughs> um, not a sure thing, but doesn't hurt. Andrew Luck was a gift. Running backs don't move me. I mean, Andrew Luck was not brought in by him, so and right. coached up by Harbaugh a lot. So yeah, a gift. Yeah, it's true. Okay, uh, and running backs don't count. Wow, even I, the Pac-12. I'm back, not huh? saying they don't count. I'm just saying like, what those you, words? They did. They were. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Getting a running back to a Heisman candidate in college doesn't make me excited about you as an OC in the NFL. I mean, okay. that's, that's fair. Yes. <laughs> if that was the only thing on his resume, then that'd be an issue. But there's just so much. I mean, he checks so many boxes. What's Again, though, head coach much better as an offensive coordinator. What's wild about David Shaw is how polarizing he is and would be if he's brought in here in some role. Mm -hmm. It's because there's so many CU fans. Like everybody. I don't for, think there's that many. Well, I mean, but. Whoa, not here, that many CU that fans? overlap with Broncos fans. I feel like there's mm. been a lot of CU fans that I've heard from. But but I think that's where the take kind of bubbles up from. Because CU fans think David Shaw's horrible. Like, the whole time mm. I was up at CU, it's like, oh, that guy sucks. I don't know why he's still there. And again, that was when he was kind of falling off. But I don't I don't put much stock. It's a lot like when, like, sometimes people be like, oh, yeah, I watch his college team. This guy, yeah, you like him as draft prospect. He's not going to be all that good, though. I don't think he fits. Like sometimes those takes you just have to throw out. Like I, I don't, you can be too close. I think that David Shaw is a very good football coach. I just yep. don't want him as my offensive coordinator in the NFL in 2023. It's fair. That's why he's coming 2024. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> or 2024. After their head, their offensive coordinator becomes a head coach somewhere, that you would take. What if... Because that means they'd be so successful this year. Right, 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 right. What if that Broncos ownership power struggle was that they wanted David Shaw as Sean Payton's offensive coordinator? Huh. That would be interesting. Ooh, they wanted to force something on yeah. Sean Payton. They wanted David Shaw yeah, to be that That would not do well with no. uh, Sean Payton. Which yeah. is do weird, though, because Sean Payton's a big David Shaw guy. Like, he's repeatedly said, like, the NFL needs to blow the money, go get him. Like, it comes from, like, it's still West Coast background terminology would be similar. Do you think this Mark Maskey tweet to tie this said, pod in a poll? What? He said Maskey. We've been saying Maskey. Mask, you said Maskey. I have no oh. idea. Do you, do you know oh. for sure? No, I don't know oh, for okay. sure at all. But to, to <laughs> tie this pod in a bow, do you think this is what uh, Big Dunk was referring to in his tweet? Could be. The power struggle? Could be. I think we figured it out. I think there's a lot of <laughs> stuff floating around right now. Yep. A lot of stuff. 
Well, we know who both Mark, we assume we know who Mark, and we really well know who Jeff Duncan's tied to. Yep. And both of those coming from the same person, potentially. Yep, potentially. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Great pod. Appreciate you guys rolling with us. Appreciate the 155 likes. That's solid. Baby. Uh, let's keep it rolling there. And we'll see you tomorrow at the Breck Brew Farmhouse. Flying cotton